Hi, and welcome to Comorbid Conundrums. My name is Sam Oliver, and I'm the host and creator of this podcast. I run a neurodiversity advocacy and awareness page on Instagram called Divergent Dino. I talk about all things autism, anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, and other things. I'm a queer neurodivergent human, and I love sharing my experiences with others in hopes to build community and awareness surrounding neurodiversity. Please be cautious when listening, as some triggering topics could be brought up, such as suicide, abuse, self-harm, and substance use. This podcast is not able to replace any kind of medical or professional opinions, as this is not a medical advice show. I am not a doctor or therapist, which means I can't diagnose you or tell you what to do in terms of care. I'm simply sharing my experiences and the experiences of others. So with that said, let's get into the episode. Um, hi, welcome back to another episode of Comorbid Conundrums. My name is Sam. Right now, I am not only recording, I am also streaming on Twitch uh, for the first time uh, in a not Stardew Valley way. So that's pretty cool. But uh, I wanted to try something new because I really love how I'm able to talk on my lives. And I wanted to kind of bring that energy to my podcast as well. And, um, you know, just kind of make it a conversation and be able to talk to people as well as record at the same time. So we'll see how this goes. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't really understand Twitch very much still. <laughs> um, I'm very, I'm a noob. So, you know, the the settings and all that, it's a little difficult for me to figure out. But, but I can do it. We can do this. So, today, um, I'm talking about making friends and how that can be very difficult um, as a neurodivergent person, as an autistic person, um, can be very difficult. I am in college right now and uh, I'm starting classes tomorrow. I've been here on campus for mm, about a week now. And I will say, that even though I've had quite a few opportunities to make friends, I have been having a lot of trouble. Um, I just, I don't know how to make friends, honestly. I, as an adult, making friends is hard, but you add on the autism and everything is different. And I don't, I never know when I'm supposed to talk or if people want me to talk or what I'm supposed to say and that is um it's difficult because when you're in college you know people expect you to say something if you have something to say and I have a lot to say I do I mean I have a podcast (laughs) I have a lot to say but Um, you know, I get so anxious when I'm in person talking to people that I don't know. Um, and 
I, I have a really difficult time talking and uh, like letting myself join in a group. Um, so there's a lot of learning stuff I, I'm going to have to do this year, I think, if I want to make friends. But it's just, it's frustrating that I have to put in so much work to just have friends. Um, whereas a lot of other people don't have to put in that much work. And, you know, I will say some people struggle with making friends even more than I do. I'm, I'm able to make friends, but for the most part, people come up to me first. Um, I don't, (laughs) I don't go up to people to make friends. I normally attract the, um, the extroverts. Uh, they always notice me being quiet and they, I think they are intrigued almost, but, um, so far, um, in the past week, um, of being in college, um, I've met, I've met quite a few people. I've met some really cool people. Um, but I still, I don't feel like I have friends yet (laughs) and I'm, I'm hoping that changes. You know, I, I also have a difficult time separating work and um, and friends and school. And I have, I have a really difficult time separating all, the, all those things. So, um, like, I have some really cool coworkers. Um, and I would say that we're friends. But... Um, what's the difference between friends, friends, and work friends? You know, I've always struggled with that. Um, cause it seems like a lot of people either don't separate the two or they separate them, but they just know how, what the differences are and how it works. But I personally don't, I don't know the differences. Like I don't know how to separate the two. I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about with work friends versus regular friends. And (laughs) that's really difficult when I don't have quote unquote regular friends and I only have work friends. Um, cause I want, I want to have close people. I want to have people that are close to me and, um, and yeah, I want, I want to be able to talk about, you know, things that are on my mind, but when they're, when it's a work, um, environment, when, you know, we know each other through work. Um, you have to be careful, I think, with what, what you talk about. And that, that's hard for wanting friends. And, you know, I also struggle. I, I've always struggled with friendships. Um, even in my younger years, I, um, I was always quiet. And I mainly, I mainly had friends because the extroverts would um, come up to me and talk to me and they they were like all right you're my person now and I was like okay I guess I'm just gonna stick with you which you know it was like fun uh for the most part I guess I don't know I, I kind of just did what everyone else did growing up um I was a follower for sure and um you know I, I was always told that was a bad thing and maybe it is Um, but I think it was because I was masking and I, I didn't know how to act on my own. Um, quite honestly, I didn't, I didn't know 
what would be acceptable or not. Um, and now I'm in college and people don't want a follower, um, which is very different than high school and, mid and middle school and elementary school. Because in those, in the younger grades, um, people want a follower. People want someone to be the same as everyone else. But in college, at least my college, um, people want you to be different. People, people want people that stand out. And they don't like it when, like, people, people want you to have opinions and be your own person. Um, and I agree, but for me, that's so hard because I've grown up just copying other people and copying everyone else and doing whatever my friends told me to do. Um, and so now I'm in college and I'm all alone and I don't have any friends here at college yet. Um, and I have no one to copy. So now, now I have to figure out exactly what it is that I like and what I want to do and how I want to dress and how I want to be perceived without the influence of someone else. And that is terrifying. I'm terrified because even just a week here and there's been so many things where I'm like, do I like that? Do I, do I want to do that? And I have, you know, I have to make a decision and decisions are not something that I'm good at. Not at all. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's been a, it's been a learning experience and only a week in, and I've already discovered a lot about myself. Um, and you know, I, I really hope that, you know, maybe not having friends right now is kind of a good thing for me because I'm able to spend time focusing on what I want and, you know, not having that influenced by other people. I'm having a really good time, you know, eating in the dining hall by myself, going, doing my stuff, walking around, doing my errands and my chores and, and work. Um, but, you know, there's also part of me that really wants that connection because I see people walking around with other people and their friends. And I really crave human closeness right now, um, to be honest. And <laughs> there's so many conflicting sides in me right now. Um, you know, the part of me that wants to be solo and uh, tackle this year by myself, you know, have a few, like, have a few friends, but, you know, keep them at a distance just in case, you know, nothing serious, no relationship, you know, that kind of thing. That That's one part of myself that I'm you know, it's, it's in there. And then the other part wants really close friends and connection and a partner again, honestly. And, you know, someone that actually cares about me. But when I struggle to make basic conversation in a group of people that um, intimidate me, I... <laughs> How how am I going to make close friends and relationships with people when I can't even do that? Um, and I guess it's just a matter of finding the right people that will 
accept that I'm not good at conversation. Um, but that takes time. And, you know, I've, I've found people that handle it for a little bit of time and then they get tired of it and then they leave. And, you know, I feel like that's common for autistic people, neurodivergent people in general, honestly, is that um, it's hard to find people that will actually um, not even tolerate, but accept who you are and all of your qualities, even the ones that are either annoying or frustrating. Um, it's really hard to find people that will stick through it, especially when things get bad. And, um, you know, I had, I had that for a while and then I lost it and, you know, I'm, it's been a quite a few months now and I'm starting to crave that, that again, that connection with someone, with anyone, friendship or romantic. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's something I've been thinking about a lot and struggling with and you know i i mainly go through like social events with a script in my head i have the here's what i'm gonna say here's when i'm gonna say it if they say this then you say this um that kind of thing and um that that's worked for me for quite a long time my whole life actually it's worked scripting has worked no one has batted an eye that i might be confused about the conversation or not know what to say and now <laughs> scripting is hard for me and i don't know why i don't know why it's gotten harder for me to script um maybe because they're the new environment and new people that i've like people that I've never interacted with before, um, so many different types of people, um, everyone is different, and it's really cool, all of the, the, the all of the di diversity at my university, but, um, it's also a little intimidating, because I never know, I, I don't know how to script with such diversity of people, um, when you grow up homeschooled and Christian, you're basically only surrounded with one type of person, um, one group of people, and it's easy to um, learn their communication and learn the way that they interact. Um, so that's what I've that's what I've memorized because that's what I grew up on, and now now I'm not in a homeschooled Christian environment. I haven't been for a while, but, um, you know, COVID and everything, um, for the past two years, I've been pretty isolated. I didn't go to college. I worked, but I mainly worked with kids. So, um, not a lot of friendship there. And now I'm finally in a, in a space where I'm with like-minded peers who are my age, around my age in their twenties. Um, and it's a little intimidating. And I was talking about this on a live earlier, um, how I have always felt younger than everyone, even if I'm not. And I, a lot of people were saying that they feel that too, and it might be an autism thing, um, that, you know, even if someone is like 20 and you're 20, 
you feel younger than them like you feel like you're not as experienced as them or you feel like almost inferior almost um that's at least that's how I felt and um and maybe it's because I feel like I've been a late bloomer or developed slower than other people and people have more experiences in life than me even if we're the same age um I feel like that's a super common feeling for autistic people um to feel like they're younger than everyone even when they aren't and that's that's another way it's difficult to make friends um Because, you know, if you're, if you're going around thinking everyone else is older than you um, and that you're inferior or you're not good enough to be their friends or, like, they're not going to like you because you feel, like, younger, um, then, yeah, it's going to be difficult to talk to people. Um, and that's how I feel. I feel like my whole life I've always thought other people looked at me like I was young, like I was um, a child. Um even though adults in my life called me mature um because i was not like other kids <laughs> it's funny um being called mature my whole life by adults but being called um awkward and immature and um a late bloomer by peers I never knew what to believe. Um, I I still don't know. Am I am I mature, or am I a late bloomer? Which is it? Because I didn't start puberty until like late seventh grade, maybe even eighth grade. Whereas my peers started puberty at like fifth and sixth grade, and um, you know they they were having all these experiences that I wasn't having. And I felt left out and I felt like, oh, what's wrong with me? Why am I not like developing fast like these guys, like these people? And um, yeah, I don't know. That's I think that's affected how I, I view myself, quite honestly, and how I even view my ability to make friends um, because I'm, I'm worried people will see me as immature or like almost like a baby like I don't when when I was younger um I was always kind of seen as like either depending on the friend group I was either the mom mom slash dad friend or I was like the baby of the group like I was the one that didn't understand what anyone was talking about when they were talking about like mature topics um, people would often, even like my friend groups in high school, they would do the shush thing every time I walked into the conversation. And, you know, that's a, that's a bad feeling to have in high school. <laughs> and I think that's always like a, been a, a fear of mine that people don't want me around. Um, because when you're in high school and your friends who you think care about you, um, stop a conversation when you walk into the room. You feel like they're talking about you. And I know that's a common thing in high school. Like, a lot of people have, have felt this, but 
um, as an autistic person, I've, I took, I don't know, I took it to heart and really a lot. And I thought maybe there was something wrong with me. Um, and you know, I always knew that I didn't know a lot of stuff, even now, even I, I'm almost 21 and I still feel very innocent. Um, I still feel very naive in some ways. And that's, um, it's frustrating sometimes. It's really frustrating because I do my best to learn and I do my best to understand things and the world around me. But um, there are some things that people will, will talk about and I'll be like, am I supposed to know this? Like, when did, when did we learn this? <laughs> when was I supposed to know this? Um, and, and then I am not able to participate in conversations. Um, or I, or I feel like I have to ask a question to clarify something and then I feel stupid. So, I don't know. All of those things combined just make it really difficult for me to make friends and for me to, like, be authentic with people. Because I feel like, um, I feel like I can make friends. I can, I can mask. I can pretend. I can, you know, copy. But, but then, you know, what happens next? They realize I'm not being authentic and then they don't want to be around me like I don't want that I don't want fake friends anymore I want real friendship and everyone tells me oh yeah college is college is the years where you make friends that last your entire life okay good I want that I want friends that will last me my entire life um but up until this point uh every friend that's told me they were gonna be in my life has, uh, is no longer here. So I just wonder how, how true that is, how true it is that um, college friends will stick around. And, I, you know, I truly want that. Um, I want friends that stick around. So I'm not, you know, as best as I can, I'm going to try and not mask this year. Um, you know, there are days where I do. There are days when I hide my uh, overstimulation because of... Um, because of work or something I need to do, but, um, yeah, um, but yeah, I'm gonna try and not mask this year, I'm gonna try and be authentic, um, so far it's been easy to tell people that I'm autistic, um, I feel like people understand when they see how awkward I am in conversations, or how shy I am, or how, uh, People have called me aloof before, um, you know, or, or how I walk funny or how I zone out a lot. You know, there are so many things about me where I feel like people can just like tell like, oh, I think I think they're autistic. You know, at least if they if they understand autism in a not stereotypical way, that is. Because if someone doesn't understand autism, unless it's stereotypical, um, then th there's no way that they would think I'm autistic, much like, much like my entire family. Um, but yeah, there, I, I don't know. I feel like it's been easy to tell people I'm autistic. Um, I've tried to be upfront. Um, it's, it's sometimes hard though, because I never know what the reaction is going to be. And if I, if I truly like a person, um, there's part of me that wants to just, not say anything so that I don't have to deal with a bad reaction if they have a bad reaction. Um, that's kind of been my life. I'd rather be 
you know, kind of in the dark about someone's true intentions rather than be uh, forced to deal with it. That might just be trauma, uh, trauma response. But I'm also very trusting. I'm way too trusting for my own good. Um, I've met quite a few people in the past couple weeks that I've, like, (laughs) started to, like, become attached to and, like, very trusting towards. And, you know, I don't don't know them. I've only met them a few times. But I I feel like such, like, a pull towards them. And um, it's difficult because um, I never know if, um, when I'm supposed to talk to someone, you know? Like, if you... Let's say you meet someone and you hit it off and you talk and then you, you know, you exchange like social media or something. Um, are you supposed to text them first? Do you wait for them? Uh, how often are you supposed to text someone so that they know you're interested in continuing a relationship of some kind with them without being annoying, without being clingy? quote-unquote needy you know you don't want to scare them away but you also want them to know like i'm interested in being friends or i'm interested in talking to you you know i i don't know that balance um i never have and i either scare people away because i get too um intense um as in like i want to talk to them all the time or i or i end up missing an opportunity for friendship because i just never i never messaged them because I either, I'm like, well, if they, if they want to talk to me, they'll message me. Um, which I feel like everyone does, you know. Everyone's thinking, oh, if they want to talk to me, they'll message me. And then no one messages, and then the friendship dies, and everyone's sad. And I don't want that. They're, you know, I, I definitely don't want that. But I'm, I'm having trouble learning um, how to find that balance and how to navigate... Um, how to navigate neurotypical conversation. And I, you know, up to this point, I thought I had mastered it. Um, but adult neuro- neurotypical conversation is very different than child neurotypical conversation. And that's what I'm learning. Um, there is so much nuance to what college people talk about. And nuance is not my favorite thing in the world. Um, I would much rather things be black and white. Um, I would rather know a right and wrong. I would rather talk about those things. But um, in college, people people want nuance, and it's it's fine. It's nice. Um, I do enjoy a good nuanced conversation every now and then. But um, when there's nuance, you can't copy. <laughs> you can't agree and move on. And um, you know that's been my life: agree and move on. So. Yeah, um, there's just, there's so many factors now to conversation and making friends in a neurotypical university um, experience, I guess. And I'm still figuring it out. I don't know really what's going to happen. I start classes. Um tomorrow as you know i'm recording this uh way earlier than when you're listening to this but um 
you know, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, I've I've been able to make some friends and talk to people and maybe continue the connections I've already started. Um, but we'll see. I, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm sure I'll update you guys on my stories or lives and on how my friendship journey is going. But that's just something I'm I'm really struggling with right now is how do I make friends? How do I navigate conversations and navigate connections with people um so yeah i don't know if anyone has related to anything i've said um if you have you can send me a message um you can share the podcast if you um if you listen to the episode and you want to say something you could tag me in a story and like say that it was from the podcast um or just send me a message um you know whatever or i mean um whatever works but i would love to hear if you guys relate to anything or if you have advice um on how to um manage or how to navigate the uh, situations i've been kind of talking about um because i've asked a few people in my life so far and they kind of give me the same answer which is like oh we'll just you know feel around like you'll you'll figure it out and it's like well will i will i or will i just be alone (laughs) for the rest of the school year because i can't figure it out Mm -hmm. which one is it gonna be i don't know i guess we'll see um but yeah i think i'm gonna wrap up today's episode um short i know that when i talk with other people I end up talking, We the episodes end up being way longer than when I just talk by myself, which, you know, makes sense because two people talking is going to be longer than one person talking. But um, I don't know. I really enjoy having my solo episodes as well. I really enjoy just kind of talking about what's ever on my mind, whatever's on my mind, and um, just sharing my experiences. And yeah, hopefully I'll have some some more guest episodes coming up. But as I've been, like, really busy with school and work um, and stuff, uh, we might, you might just have some solo episodes for a bit um, because (laughs) scheduling with someone else is much more difficult than sitting down to record a solo episode by myself for half an hour. So, yeah. um, Thank you guys again so much for listening. You guys don't even know how much it means to me. Um that you listen to my podcast and you you enjoy it and you that you follow me on instagram and like you know you talk to me it's like you guys you don't know how much that means to me um it means so much um so thank you guys for all of your support thank you for your messages um definitely gonna try and respond as much as i can to people um but again busy 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 um please be patient if i if I read your message and then never respond, um, I definitely did not mean to leave you unread. It's not something I try to do. Um, I most likely read it in a time that I was busy and then was like, oh, I'll come back to this later and then completely forgot. So, you know, please be patient with me. And I, I understand, um, that, I mean, you guys are, have always been pretty understanding. So thank you guys again so much. 
and I will talk to you again next week. Bye.